Chapter 4 of The Storyteller. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sherry Ritchie. The Storyteller by Maud Lindsay. Chapter 4. The Plate of Pancakes. Once upon a time, a woman was frying some pancakes, and as she turned the last cake in the pan, she said to her little boy, if you were a little older, I should send you with some of these fine cakes for your father's dinner. But as, as it is, he must wait till supper for them. Oh, do let me take them, said the little boy, whose name was Carl. Just see how tall I am. Only yesterday my grandmother said I was old enough to learn my letters. Do let me go. And he begged and begged till at last she selected the brownest and crispest cakes, and putting them in a plate with a white napkin over them, she bade him take them. Now the path that led from Carl's home to the sawmill, where his father worked, was straight enough and plain enough, but it ran through the wood that was called Enchanted fairies lived there so some people thought and goblins that liked to work mischief and never before had the little boy been allowed to go there alone as he hurried along with the plate of pancakes in his hand he glanced into every green thicket that he passed half hopeful and half fearful that he might find a tiny creature hidden in the leaves not a glimpse of fairy or goblin did he see but when he came to the blackberry bushes where the sweetest berries grow something seemed to whisper to him stop carl and eat but i am taking a plate of pancakes for my father's dinner said carl speaking aloud a moment or two will make no difference you can run fast came the whisper again oh yes i can run fast said carl and he put the plate down under the bushes and began to pick the berries they were as ripe and sweet as they had looked and every one that the little boy put into his mouth made him wish for another and if he turned away from the bushes the whisper was sure to come one more and then go the pancakes grew cold in the plate and the sun which had been high in the sky when carl started from home slipped further and further into the west but still he lingered till suddenly the evening whistle of the mill sounded sharp and shrill in his ears why it is time for my father to come home he cried dear me dear me what shall i do there was nothing for him to do but to go home so home he went with a plate of cold pancakes in his hand and the tears rolling down his cheeks when he told his mother and grandmother what had happened they looked at each other wisely as if they thought more about it than they would say but they bade him dry his tears you will be more careful another time they said and so the matter ended but carl did not forget it it was many a month before his mother fried pancakes again but no sooner did he see her turning the cakes in the pan than he said i wish my father had some of those fine cakes for his dinner don't you mother indeed i do she said smiling at his grandmother as she spoke and as soon as the cakes were done she selected the brownest and crispest, and putting them in a plate with a white napkin over them she bade him take them i'll get there in time for my father's dinner today," he said as he started out but in a very short while he was back with an empty plate in his hand and the tears rolling down his cheeks i only put the plate down for a minute while i chased a rabbit that said if you catch me you may have me and when i came back every pancake was gone he sobbed his mother and grandmother looked at each other wisely when they heard this it is just as i thought the first time said his mother the goblins are at work in the wood he must never go there again but to this the grandmother would not agree leave it to me she said and the very next day she fried pancakes and selecting the brownest and crispest she put them in a plate with a white napkin over them and bade carl take them to his father and if any bid you stop or stay or turn your feet from 
from out your way, say but the word that is spelled with the 14th and 15th letter of the alphabet three times in a loud voice, and all will go well with you, she said. All right, said Carl, nodding his head proudly, for he knew all his letters by this time and could spell words like C-A-T, cat, M-A-T, mat. All right, but he did not stop to count the letters then, for he was in a great hurry to be off. I guess my father will be glad to get such fine pancakes for his dinner, he said, and he ran so fast that he was halfway to the mill before he knew it. There was no whispering voice in the wood that day, and no talking rabbit to tempt him to chase, but as he came to a place where another path crossed his own, a bird called out from the heart of the wood. Quick, quick, come here, 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 where, where, cried Carl, as he was just about to start in search of the bird, when he remembered what his grandmother had said. If any bid you stop or stay, or turn your feet from out your way, say but the word that is spelled with the fourteenth and fifteenth letter of the alphabet three times in a loud voice and all will go well with you a b c d e f g he chanted counting the letters on his fingers as he said them h i j k l m n o n was the fourteenth letter and o was the fifteenth n o that was easy no 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 he shouted and do you believe it in less time than it takes to tell it he was at the mill door with every pancake safe and hot, and the story goes that though he came and went through the enchanted wood all the days of his life, he was never hindered by anything there again, and he never saw a goblin, though he lived to be as old as his grandmother had been when he was a little boy. End of chapter 4 Recording by Sherry Ritchie, Anderson, California